Okay, welcome to the Punch Touch Podcast. Real fans, real talk. We dissect, dive deep and discuss juicy bits of gossip and news from the world of boxing and MMA. I'm Coach T, I'm your host and welcome to a crazy ride of adventure. Real fans, for the fans. Let's go! Hey, it's the Punch Touch Podcast. It's the Punch Touch Podcast. Welcome, welcome everybody to another fantastic episode of Punch Touch Podcast. Yes, and I'm your host, Coach T. With me, I've got two of the finest, two of the finest. If I was fighting uh, a, a, a werewolf right now, I'd have two of the finest silver bullets in my gun right now. And they come in the form of... The farmer, first of all. How you doing, farmer? You good? Bullet, 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 and bullet. Thank you very much. Um, I'm really well. I'm looking forward to today's episode. And I hope all the viewers out in the world. Um, King Boris is now a pauper. He's gone. Unless... <laughs> he ain't no pauper. Bruv, come on. He ain't no pauper. Come on, man. He's just in the back line of the same club. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, but I hear you. I hear you. And welcome, brother. It's an absolute pleasure having you back on the show, as always. And and we've got the professor. Welcome back, professor. The second silver bullet. Yeah, welcome back, brother. Thanks for having me, Coach Too Excited to get into a lot of uh, juicy content over the weekend, that is for certain. Yeah, and it was, there was a lot of juicy content, especially with um, UFC... 276 this episode viewers not even viewers i should say listeners listeners because you could be viewing all sorts of things while you've got us in your ears whether it's headphones whether it's loudspeaker whether it's on a train with with your your beats by dre headphones or some cheap headphones from argos or something i don't know whether you're on the treadmill whether you're washing dishes because you can't hear the dog barking in the background you've used your finger to press play and welcome this is episode Season two, episode twenty-one, I believe. What? That's mental. Season two, episode twenty-one. This season two, though. Season two. That's mental. It is mental, but we just keep it rolling because they they request us. They professor farmer. They request us from from on the analytics like on the analytics that I've got in front of me, like it's from Spain. Um. Zimbabwe, <laughs> Zimbabwe, yeah, Germany, France, America. They like they, yeah, they like it. They like it. They request us, and so we keep on delivering. And you know, as as farmer likes to say at the end of our shows, we you know we're not super duper analysts. We're not. We don't get paid like like Joe Rogan and Cormier and I'm shit leaving. like that. We don't. I'm we leaving. Don't get... I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I've promised a lot. I've promised millions. <laughs> oh shit yeah we don't get paid like that but yeah i think what we what we give is is sincere and honest and it and it's um it's passion and 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 the passion doesn't have any rules we're not you know what we're saying is doesn't go it's not super duper this is how it is it's just passion and i think what people i think people love that so this episode this episode is touch touch bang let me say that again with a little bit more emphasis Touch, touch, bang! Yeah, because that's what I saw. 
I saw Sean, I saw, <laughs> I'm trying to get my words right here. I saw Sean Strickland. Yeah, try to say that fast. I saw Sean Strickland get touch, touch, bang. I saw Izzy and Kinnear. I saw Izzy touch, touch, bang, but Kinnear didn't drop. I saw a lot of touch, touch, bang. I saw Robbie Lawler get a touch, touch, bang. I, I, I saw a lot of people get touch, touch, bang. And even in the world of boxing, in the world of boxing, let's let's go to boxing, yeah? Let's go to um, Joe Joyce. Joe Joyce, his nickname is uh, The Juggernaut. And, I, you know, I knew his name was The Juggernaut from, from a long time ago. Uh, I, I have not done the research, but I've heard that one of the reasons why he's called a Juggernaut is because technically, like, he had an accident. And when he had an accident that affected his cranium, his head top, his skull that contains the brain, including his jaw, his bone density was more than the normal. Like, this ain't no Marvel shit. I ain't making this fucking shit up. I can't prove it. I ain't saying it's fact. I'm just saying that I read and I heard. Like, I actually read and I heard from a different source, two different sources, that technically his bone density around his face from his head top that contains his brain to his jawbone is of a different density by for the reason why I, I, I don't know no one don't know they're just saying that like the MRI scan x-rays and all that deep probing shit shows that <laughs> this, this guy's got an abnormal <laughs> density <laughs> of his top upper half of his body and he's called a juggernaut. And you know why, why I'm laughing is because this fight that Joe Joyce had. Joe Joyce is a British fighter. He's 13 and 0. He fought a guy called Christian Hammer, who's 27 with nine losses. Joe Joyce is 36. Christian Hammer is 34. Joe Joyce is six foot six. He's six foot six. He's a big dude. Christian Hammer is six foot two. Uh, Joyce. He's got a, a like. He's knocked out twelve out of out of his thirteen wins. Christian Hammer's knocked out seventeen out of his twenty seven wins, and uh, and they fought, they fought uh, in the Wembley Arena, London United Kingdom. That's not too far from my brother lives actually. Like my brother lives in uh, in some flats around the Wembley Arena. I, I I remember one time we had some red wine when we was watching um people returning back from the Spice Girls and and people were losing their minds like they were on holiday in in Ibiza. But anyway, yeah. He fought in Wembley Arena. He beat Christian Hammer and he touch, touch, banged him. Literally, he dropped him with a body shot, but it was an accumulation. Um, Farmer, what do you think about that display from Joe Joyce and where do you think his future will be? Well, I'm glad you gave that opening because um, I wanted the um, British Board of um, Boxing to check if he was human. I've never seen... <laughs> I, honestly, I've not seen that. I, I can't recall in a professional, um, concussive sport like boxing, someone who takes blows and it appears like he, he's like the Wolverine. Um, and your opening um, statement um, basically explains everything which I didn't know. But you still, you still got to have the boxing IQ. He's always yes. a decent fighter. There's no doubt. But I mean, his accolades of, of I mean, he should have won the Olympics. Let's be honest. Yeah, but he got he got hit a lot in it. I think that's what you're um, alluding to. He yeah, got hit I mean, a lot. 
Yeah, but what I'm also I don't want to discredit him because he's obviously even he fought at the world amateur level, Olympic. He should have won the Olympic. Um, I believe there's a story back story to it. He got robbed. This can't remember how the French guy won it or something. It was some sort of discredited. There's some sort of proof come through. I don't want to quote me too much on it, but there was some dark about the judging how we how he lost. Um, so he's definitely got some potential and cred, and he beat one of our. Uh, I personally think the next heavyweight of the world, Dubois, and he beat him by just. I think this style, I've never seen anyone on the planet got a style just move forward and gets hit and he hits you. You hit him once, he hits you twice. And and he's he's in with professional fighters and it doesn't seem to have any effect on him at all. And the only time I've ever seen him lose, technically lose, was against Usyk in a, in a, in a series. I haven't got an answer or a, a viewers out there, if you can write in or whatever... I haven't got an answer for this guy. I have not seen anything like it in my life. Um, he's impenetrable. He, he is he's a, he's a juggernaut. He, he, he is that. He is all joking aside. That title is fitting of this human being. He, I mean, he's eighteen plus stone. He's a big guy, so he can absorb it. And he's a big unit. Um, he's quite a quiet character. He's quite a bright lad as well. I mean, university's an art student, isn't he? Um, he's an artist. Um, He's quite cerebral in his way, but he will give any heavyweight, I'm going to say it again twice, any heavyweight from the beginning of boxing till now, a hard time. He is hard to beat. And Tyson Fury has been echoing that for years and years and years. The hardest fight for anyone out there is Mr. Is the juggernaut. Uh, I'm sorry, I haven't answered the question. Uh, the display wasn't a boxing display what we're used to. He just marched his fellow com companion down and, and just bludgeoned him like a like a Viking, like a Viking fighting against the, the Saxons. He just yeah, death. yeah, yeah, like a Viking. That that if he was wearing a helmet, he would have had uh, a couple of axes and a few arrows in his head back, and yeah. he's still marching forward. Right, absolutely. I've never seen anything like it. I don't know how to describe him. He's amazing. It is. It is. Um. Yeah. It, it's. I agree. And to the fact that he, he, when he speaks, he's not punch drunk. There's, it doesn't seem any, um, like any brain damage, so to speak. Only he would know that. But you know, all his close family and friends and people that know him would know that. Just, just what we've seen, um, he got hit a lot. He got hit a lot. So that that, it does make me think. Uh, um, if somebody that could hit harder or someone that can outbox you. So, so long as you can't get to them, how you how you going to defeat them, Juggernaut? Be, be fair, yeah. be fair, uh, Coach T. It makes sense now why everybody is avoiding him. Mm. Every, everybody out there, they always talk about, I want to fight you, so I want to fight AJ, I want to fight this, I want to fight... No one, no one, no one mentions his name. He is... No. Uh, he's a... He is, he is the boogeyman. He, he is the invisible man of that division. And he's the most difficult fighter to fight. And the only person he rates is Tyson Fury because he's always sparred with Tyson. And yes. Tyson Fury's always said there's no one out there will beat him. He's, if they do, they're going to have to go to the well. Simple. He's a tough guy. You, won't, you can't knock him out. can't do this. When you're fine, someone, you can't do that too, but they can hit you back. That's kind of like... That's a psychological... Um, Imagine you get a, a guy with a bar and you batter in his head and he just looks at you and says, are you ready to go? You, you, you've lost. You're going to curl up like a baby, aren't you? So don't wait me. I don't want to fight no more. 
he's got that about him. And uh, all the best to him. Aesthetically, he's not great to watch, but he he, he delivers. He, he does. I mean, um, like, Professor, you're, you're quite um, a cerebral Sherlock Holmes type of subject, subjective thinking guy. Um, and based on what you've just heard now, Professor, um, and it's not a fact, like, I don't have his MRI scans. I don't, I don't know that as a fact. I've just heard from two different sources and, and my um my due diligence is only expanded to two sources two separate sources that say that his his bone density in his head is different and then we've got the name of the juggernaut and and in his fights he gets hit a lot professor but he just okay. keeps on going so my first thought about this is that again if this is genetic based and fine maybe his whole family like it i don't know but the instant thing that it relates to me in kind of the realms of what I, I watch, probably a bit more so than boxing, is the bone density and shins of Muay Thai fighters. Yes. Right? And how that happens is purely for the fact they make micro-fractures within their leg. So you're conditioning see them kicking them, kicking bamboo trees down until they collapse, right? And the simple thing being is that it will make a mini-fracture, it will then re-heal, and then guess what? You've then got a little bit more of a thicker bone. Yeah. Um, so the concern that I would have then, obviously, he may not necessarily be punched drunk, but obviously he's been punched a few too many times, right, uh. for that type of thing to happen. Um, does that then give him what I'd probably have labeled as the Homer Simpson effect? Yeah, I'll just uh. take all the punches. I'll be absolutely fine. But the reality behind this is obviously at the levels that he's dealing with and so on, there will be someone who will have a heavier punches, always a bigger, badder, harder hitting person. Yeah? True. And... It takes, I don't know, a freak like Francis Ngani to come along, right? Who's probably un- un- unaware of their power and where he may be confident in his chin, there's going to be a chink at some point and it will be just that one thing that will then tip him over. And then the problem being then is if his game plan isn't better or adjusted to deal with that type of situation, you could see the downfall of this individual very quickly. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, that it's... um. It seems like a throw of the dice even because if if it's unknown, like okay, this is how you fight and so far you're good, but what like what is the limit of that? So far you're good. Like yeah. that's what that's what it sounds like you're saying to me is like what is that limit when someone can just it's just gonna go over the top of that limit? Well, is, this is what I said about AJ. AJ obviously has a very good capability, right? And he needed to go to a different camp to expand his work more. Yeah. And that's what I think, obviously, with these, with these fighters, they will get so far, which is great, yeah? And then it's the case of them saying, right, fine, we need to obviously level up again, right? You can't... One camp... Is, there's, no, there's never been a camp that gets any fighter to the top of the game, yeah? They'll get you so far, but you need to expand your knowledge. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And, and, and um, like as, as um, I, w- I would call myself a... Um... A student, not a master. I'm a student of the sweet science. And as far as I know, um, you can take a lot of shots, but it's not, it's not called who can take the most shots. It's not called brawling. It's not called fighting. It's not called, um, you know, will. It's a contest of wills. It's not called that. It's called boxing. And technically, you may not get dropped, but you could get outboxed. If you... I'm just saying that if you get hit a lot, it does say to your craft the defense work. 
and that's concerning because again with any physical sport probably one of the most biggest things that they talk about is the de- defense because that's the aim of the game isn't it like you like hit and don't get hit yeah pretty boy floyd obviously is obviously the biggest advocate of that as you know yeah hit and don't get hit like hopkins did that as well he changed up his style hit and don't get hit a new way he's good at that hit and don't get hit you know but um that that's a very interesting superpower. Like, there's only certain people. I I can't even think of one. Maybe I need to look into the archives, but I can't think of anyone else known as the Juggernaut. Because <laughs> I think no, he's the there, only there is, one. There's a guy in bare knuckle boxing. I'm sure is called the Juggernaut. I oh swear. shit! Oh shit! Uh, and he's he's a right <laughs> character. Um, I uh, let me have a quick look now. Let's have a quick Google show. Have, have you ever seen him fight, Professor? Does he just walk through shit? Like, is that his thing? Does he just walk through? He, uh, is that his name? Uh, Lorenzo the Juggernaut Hunt. This guy's an absolute monster. Um, yeah, bear in mind that this is bare knuckle boxing and what he does, and he is intimidating from start to finish. Um, and he just literally just goes right fight. And he's just get, he's just one of those guys who's game just to fight, right? And he's just a brawler through Jorge Masvidal esque. Yeah, that's that's the way he is. And he's obviously what light heavyweight and cruiserweight, pound for pound number two at the moment with bare knuckle boxing. Absolutely. Pound for pound number two. What's his weight division, if you know? Uh, if, you, if you know, eighty-three point nine, hundred eighty-five pounds. Okay, so what is that? Is that like um light heavyweight, middleweight? Like what's that? Light heavyweight. Yeah, like uh, a champion, he is, he's saying here. And then he's got Cruiserweight on there, number one Cruiserweight. So it might be Cruiserweight, actually. Wow. Wow. Very interesting guy. Google him if you get a chance. Lorenzo Hunt, he's a very intriguing guy. And just, he's, he's done some real interesting things. Like when, like, previous champions have been in the ring celebrating their victory, he's just jumped in and gone, yeah, come on, let's go. Um, and, yeah, but his MMA record's pretty awful. 3-5 loss. So it suggests he's gone to bare-knuckle boxing just to do stand-up rather than get grappled to death. And and, and speaking of bare-knuckle boxing, I wasn't going to talk about this, gents, but you guys have just inspired me still. Like, BKFC London, I've got here, like, MVP vows to be a different beast in bare-knuckle boxing. Like, he's going to fight Paige. He, he's going to fight... um. Uh, platinum Mike Perry in a main event. Page. <laughs> sorry. Uh. sorry, yeah, it's, it's it's basically Page just just commented. It's, it's my bad day. I'm just I'm just reading this as we go along. Yeah, my, um, I'm I'm literally it. just picking it up, going with the flow right now. And um, yeah, Platinum Mike Perry, who has his own uh, demons. I've seen him box up a few people when he's in a restaurant with his people. But you know, I'm just saying. I'm not to say whether that's right or wrong. I just this guy likes fighting. He, he likes fighting. Uh, and, he, and he will take a shot to give a shot. I think this is going to be Perry's worst nightmare. Do you think so? 100%. Do you, do you, so do, you, do you think that touch, touch, bang can work? I, I see MVP as a touch, touch, bang. Because of that point scoring type of, I'll touch you, t- bang, is very like touch, touch, bang. Precise. It's precision. It's about hitting the, the being efficient, which I like. I like efficiency. Um, that that's the thing when it comes to Michael Venom Page, Izzy, Alex Ferreira. Like it's about efficiency, and then obviously yes. if you can hit the right spot. Even you don't need as much power. Yeah, you hit the right sweet spot. Yeah, juggernaut or not, you're gonna. If you kept on hitting the juggernaut in the temple, let's say, yeah, with the right amount of power, it may not be the most powerful shot in the world. 
he will drop, he will get concussed, right? And that's the thing. Obviously, Perry's just going to be like, yeah, I'm going to charge him down and bite my mouthpiece, and this is bare-knuckle boxing, blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, you're talking about a guy who, Michael Venom Page, would rather not have to deal with the grappling aspect of it, yeah, and just stand up, right? So it's already paying into the favour of Michael Venom Page, who's done this for years, not just a few, just not, not just a UFC career, like, like Perry, for years he's done a stand-up like this. So mm. I think Perry's going to have a really rude awakening, and well... Hopefully he just gets the payout and just buggers off, to be fair. Nothing against him or anything, but his, his time's done, basically. Yeah, well, he, he's going for it, Professor. He's going for it, Farmer. And as far as I know, it's signed. Like, MVP versus uh, Platinum. Even my phone's like, yes, yes. MVP versus Platinum. Uh, BKFC's 27, London, August the 20th. Interesting. Yeah, about that be yeah, back what um Professor said, point fighters, they're kinda of underestimated. They their movement and, and when their their range and distance quite but bare knuckles rough and tough, I suppose. It is rough and tough, man. It is. He got no gloves on, so and Mike's Mr. Perry's a very aggressive type guy. So yeah, it'd be I I would go sixty forty towards um MVP though. So it'd be interesting. He's home soil, he's a, as we know he likes to show boat and got the crowd behind him that'd be a great um innovation for him and i mm. more the best and 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 um, um a question to both of you gentlemen a question to both of you um like quick flashback what do you think about about the expansion of of um combat platforms that mpv has attempting is attempting is doing for example he did uh, point scoring with, um, was it Taekwondo? They did point scoring with? Uh, kickboxing K1. Kickboxing K1. Um, uh, I, I remember him doing some... Um, bare, oh. I remember him doing some barefoot um, barefoot squared circle stuff. Do you know what I'm talking about? I, I mean, like, it oh, weren't karate. About... He did something like that. It was not in a ring. It was... You sure it wasn't the Karate Fighting League? Because they had it... something like that, a square ring, and it had, like, raised edges and literally looked like... Um... Yeah, oh. Chuck Norris used to do that one. That's he, right, Chuck yeah. Norris was on... Yeah, I, I never see um, MVP doing that. Um, I have seen some very old footage of MVP. It may have been in, in his earlier days where it wasn't documented so to speak like professionally where he was doing and it was a lot of it was type of um taekwondo jump 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 bang 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 touch and go but either way uh, the, the point i'm trying to make is it just basically from him uh, doing uh that kickboxing platform then mma platform yeah then boxing platform all professional that's not that's not a bad expansion, man. That's decent. That's decent. Well, bear in mind, obviously, he did MMA for quite some time and publicly talked about not running for UFC because I think he had offers from them quite early on. Yeah, he and did. He did. I wonder why he never. Okay, yeah, he, he didn't did want. Still. He didn't want to jump on too soon because he said, oh, "I want to make sure it's the right time." Mm. Um, then obviously he did a spat under David Hayes promotion as a boxer. If I remember right. Yeah. Now. Yes. Yeah. He did. He did. He did, he and he got some. He got some well. naughty knockouts. He did, which is pretty good. Then is that he moved... two professional fights? Pardon? Boxing fights. Is that, is that two professional boxing fights? Yeah. I don't. I don't think it was any more than three. Uh, yes. I, I don't have the stats in front of me, but it can't be no more than three. I think the issue you've got right is that where he had his time in Bellator. I don't know obviously what his contract situation is there, 
but you've just lost to the world champion and like obviously convincingly then he went for another title run and did he lose again for that title run? I can't remember who he went up again. His last his last MMA um Bellator, he lost against Story, which was very controversial. Yes, right, yeah. Yeah, because to me, I've watched that twice and he looked like he point scored to me. He point scored on story, but they for some reason they gave it to story. Well, I'm I'm not in the judge's position. I don't know what three of them were thinking or seeing. I don't know their prospect or how they're wired up or what they like. But it I just as a just my personal point of view, I thought uh MVP um point scored and then he got tied up. Um he got put down, I think a few times he got he got um taken down, but it was null and void the damage that he was taking while he was down. To the point where I think some UFC judges would have said, Get the fuck up, come on, get up, get up. You're not doing nothing, get up. You're just underhooking while you're on the floor, get up, get up. Yeah, I get what you mean. It's uh oh he won by split. Yeah, okay. And he then yeah, I'm just looking at I can't remember. I haven't heard much of Logan's story, but I think if I'm in MVP shoe all of a sudden, so then transfers to UFC and you're not a champion, it's gonna be quite mm. tricky to really sort of make a statement there. Yeah. Um, he, he's gonna have to earn that, Professor. He I think he's gonna have to earn that. If you come into it like that, you're gonna earn that shit, man. Yeah, and that that's where all of a sudden it's like, okay, right. And so where Elishaw Michael Chandler, which is obviously he has got the I'm a previous champion type of thing yep. and is able to work obviously with that, I can see this move being better for him in terms of payday as well. And again, he's quite, from what I gathered from, he's quite switched on. I don't think this is going to be, I think a lot of fighters who are getting their paydays are being sensible in what to do next rather than just being... Oh, just keep on fighting for money, kind of like Perry is, unfortunately. Um, he's probably got in, invested in other places, if you see what I mean. Mm. Mm. So, um, so farmer, farmer, yes, sir. What do what do you think about um, before we go into UFC? Because that's the meat of our conversation, UFC two seven six. Um, what do you think about? And this is a question to you as well, um, Professor. Like, what do you think um, AJ's chances are against Usyk second time around? Usyk's just come back from war. What he did in war, I don't know. Whether you saw real action or you were on the sidelines or you heard gunshot and then bust any gunshot or you killed a few people. Oh, I don't know what you saw, what you didn't see. I have no idea. But he's come back from war. Um, AJ's been doing his own thing in camp, maybe building up for war. Um, do you think AJ can beat Usyk or... Do you think Usyk would just do what he's done before? It's a question to both of you. Well, if AJ's going to win, he's got to do it in the first four rounds. Going to round five, beyond Usyk will win. Simple as that. Okay, he's got that's, to, that's quite comprehensive. Yeah, right. yeah. Got to put. He's got. He, everyone's been rattling on his in his cranium now. He's got a size and power. You have to use a bit. A good big one will always be a good little one. Mm, yeah, but the big one has to be good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But he has power. He True. has to use that stone. I mean, Yusuk is not really a proper heavyweight. He's a, he's a very skilled fighter as a cruiserweight. He's putting on, and uh, AJ has been a heavyweight for a long time. Use that experience. And as they say, roll and punch with your weight, not with your muscles. Punch with your weight. Yeah. And it was Professor said earlier on, Yusuf's a great fire, but if you put it on him in the first four rounds, he'd take him out. If he doesn't, Yusuf will win technically. He'll beat him again. What do you think, Professor? Uh, 
I'm swaying towards youth and that element of sponge mindset, right? I'm sure you're aware of this coach too. You get younger individuals who take on board new information much more quicker Uh, than someone who's stuck in their ways. And it's not necessarily a bad thing to be stuck in your ways as you got so far, but I am hoping that AJ's obviously in that position. Yeah, having that element on his side. And that, yeah, you, you have to be a sponge to teach a, to teach an old dog new tricks. You have to be a sponge. Yeah, and so that's why I'm hoping that again, this is the thing that a lot of us, let's call us experts, then, or even fans of the sport type of thing, is that we sometimes just replay the same, not say replay the same fight, but we take two fighters that haven't, we, and we just tell ourselves for a reason that they haven't improved. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so when something does different does come up, you think, what on earth is this? So take Fury's obviously moment that when he went and obviously got, got on train with Sugar, he's always been known just to sit there and just point off at distance. Then all of a sudden in one of the wilder fights, he, he starts stomping forward and all of a sudden... But he fucking switched, bro. He switched. He switched. He exactly. Switched. And so we'd be naive to assume that AJ is going to take the same approach of Usyk. If you, if you are a fantastic athlete and you walk away from the loss and you go, right, what can I learn? And you get your head down and you do it. And from what I've seen, he's been out of the media a lot less as well, AJ, this time around. So I'm hoping that maybe he has gone and done his homework. I'm hoping he has gone and learned something new and he's going to then implement it and show us a new, a new AJ, if that makes sense. Something that's going to bring on a boxing world of light again. Because I think... I hate to say this, but Fury's potential retirement is going to get a bit stale, unfortunately. Mm. Um, because everyone's for everyone, basically. You, you got a good point there, because you, what you said there makes me think of what Farmer just said. Like, you two, both of you, you said some fantastic perspectives at a different angle, but got to the same point. Literally, like, you, you, you put the ruler at a different angle, but you still draw the, the, the straight line to the same point, which is... Naked ladders. You. <laughs> what's, what's that say that again? Naked ladders. <laughs> you Very said punch with your weight. You said, farmer, you said punch with your weight. Yeah, you punch you with your weight. And, and weight. Professor mentioned about when uh, uh, Fury changed up, and, and literally, he just started to punch with his weight. He started to step forward and punch with his weight. He's a big fucking man. <laughs> you point scoring, bruv. Punch with your weight. <laughs> used transfer that weight correctly, and Usyk is not a heavyweight. He'll go down. But I was going to slightly slant. There's going to be an ex- brilliant, explosive fight with 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 a crowd favourite, our boy Derek Chisora, and people left this Saturday. People, please view. They've had a right little bit of a dust up. Security had to separate them, and it's going to go off. And Derek always brings it. And he brings entertainment. I can't wait to watch that. Sorry to put a little plug there. Yeah, July the 9th. Derek it's is- okay. It's okay. Where'd you get your tickets from? They gave you some free tickets, didn't they? Didn't they? Don't lie. You got uh, free tickets, ain't you? you? You you, and Mish got some beautiful free tickets front row. No, me, me, my you t- even got some tortilla chips with it, didn't you? My, 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 my tickets is Sky TV. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but, um, but I, I, I'm AJ's been out the limelight. Um, I hear what Professor says about um, the brain, blah, blah, and teeth dog new trick. People have said that. Um, he's just got to go and put it on him. What mm. do do? Derek, um, Del, D- um, Dylan White said it. Tyson Fury, Derek Cesaro, all the big boys, when you listen to them, what they think of AJ, they say he's talented. He just got to put it on a small one. Yeah. But they, they, say, they say that AJ changed after that Ruiz defeat. They, he changed. He changed. Oh. He did, but he's there's no one like Ruiz though. Ruiz is the fastest, 
hands in, in, in the division, bar none. Mexican, isn't he? Yeah? Yes, so Mexican, he, that's he, right. What, he felt embarrassed. Come on, AJ is a is a god, he's a don, he's a god. Chiseled body, and he's gone in against a burrito and got beat. Yeah, yeah, and, and he remember he dropped this burrito. Like, remember that first fight? Yes. He dropped him and thought, okay, I got him. I got him. I got him like a free, like a free round of fries. I got him. But then all of a sudden, you're in a war now, bro. I think, I think maybe AJ's gone and refound himself. Is my, is what my guy is saying because he's been quite quiet. Yeah, he should be getting on doing the work. And I think he mm. can, not say reinvent himself completely. But get back to the tenacity that he would have had when he was up and coming through the ranks. There's always a talk, AJ versus Fury, AJ versus Fury. When you, it's that whole thing that we all say. The prelim fights of a lot of boxing matches and MMA matches are sometimes the most explosive and most entertaining matchups than the main event. Yeah, mm. because they're wanting to make a point. Yeah, and the problem is, I think at the peak of AJ, he got embarrassed, as Rico said, and then all of a sudden it's like that fear is in the back of his mind, like oh god. Yeah, and so I think what he needs to do is, if anything, compartmentalize that thought and go right. We're coming on a resurgence, yeah, and I'm going for everything. And he's got to have that. Tonight. And I think where he's been quiet, he's gone at different camps. I, I'll put money on. That. I think we'll see a different AJ. I may eat my own words. Don't get me wrong. But... Well, he, he, he's as far as I know, gents. I don't know of any English heavyweight that has had any training from a Mexican coach, like an established Mexican. Specialist coach Mikey Garcia's brother, yeah. like he's a Mexican coach, great coach, yeah. And and so, and he's cut from that. And I know this is like the fourth time I'm saying Mexican, which means that that's his um style of boxing. Mexican is an aggressive style of boxing, especially with their body attacks and, and their fearless, yes, he, Robert Garcia, yeah. So, that, that's like, he's gone to, to a Mexican that is that is versed in mexican body attacks mexican fearless fearless fighting and mexicans at times they will fight with their face like you gotta get fucking stuck in you gotta get like we that. don't we don't like outbox that. We, I, we, I think that combination know? with aj if he's able to do that type of style yeah and not let's say wait for the heavy punch moment and come through with uh all right not 100 percent, but 80 percent, which is still heavy yeah and do that multiple times over. So I think sometimes when looking back at AJ's fights, he's been a bit, I don't know, tentative, sluggish. tentative, sand, 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 like, I know, sand, uh, I don't know what you call it, like sandbagged, feet, like, sandbagged feet and that sort of stuff and waited for his moment. And then when he's seen them wobble, he's gone in on it. Like we saw with Ruiz, I saw the counter from it. If he's able to go out from the starting point. Yeah. And he's, he's not as if he's not an, an athlete. He's definitely got the cardio capacity to do this. Mm, yeah. True. I think he could be a right problem for a lot of people. Yeah. But take Wilder. Is, is would that mental? Wilder is, would hate that approach, wouldn't he? I, I think it's the mental, Professor. I think we're all alluding to, I think we're all saying, including you, Farmer, I think we're saying, like, can he sort out his head? It seems his like his head. head. Is his head. Oh, he's transformed his body now. You don't need to carry that muscle because by the round five and six, you blow out. The, the the burrito didn't blow out. He went on, mate. Do you know what I mean? He never blows out. Funny. Well, way. it's not a bodybuilding contest. It's boxing. Exactly. It's boxing. So he's transformed that body. He's got rid of that that bodybuilder look because that wasn't doing him any good. So we, we know he has a cadet because he means Olympic champion. He you know he got to world amateurs semifinals or whatever. He's he's a pedigree. He was a, he was the main man, and I think what it is, he was the main man, and we the British public 
kept licking his ass and building him up that like the next Ali. <laughs> oh, he did, didn't he? And he, and he never reached that. And that's Tyson Fury is a great man to listen to, by the way. Because Tyson Fury says he's just an average fighter. It's just an average fighter. It's just a blown-up average fighter. Probably on steroids. You know, and, and when you start looking at it, you're thinking, you struggled against Ruiz twice. Um, Joseph Parker. I disagree. I disagree. I think he boxed. I, I think he boxed Ruiz's head off second fight, mate. The second fight, Ruiz wasn't in it because he didn't train. So whose fault was that? No, that's Ruiz because of the money. You can, money. You can only beat who's in front of you. Yeah, because he won the money, but Ruiz it wasn't ma- John Jones. That's what he thought. Yeah, yeah, but if you like the back, we'll crack on. Yeah, but he was very, very. He was very tentative against Ruiz. He was tentative, very tentative. Yeah, yeah, but he boxed his head off though. I, f- I think he just showed him that I can box better than you. That's what I saw is and, I can box better than you. And I've seen flaws from when he fought an old man in um, Vladimir. Do you know what I mean? An old, old man. He could go, he f- and, and, and that was just by pure luck he won that. Nah, I disagree, was- mate. No way. That that was one of the best performances I've ever seen. From Joshua. Klitschko, Do you know why? Because he got dropped. Klitschko he got dropped and he had to get the fuck up. He got dropped. Like, yeah, he but... got dropped and had to get the fuck up and fight. And I ain't seen Joshua fight like that ever since he lost against Ruiz. I ain't seen that spirit in Joshua. Yeah, he, he, but what I'm saying is that he had an old man in there and he shouldn't even have got to touching him. He shouldn't have. Nah, I disagree, mate. Because that same old uh, man didn't turn up against Fury. That same, uh, even even Vladimir's brother was like, what is my brother? I don't know. My brother, just gypsy magic, fuck him up. I don't know. Like he didn't turn up Fury yeah, because, out, outmastered him with, yeah, with because the head he's games. Never, he's never had a um Klitschko never fought a guy with twenty odd stone and bigger than him. He fought so just he, oh, sorry, James, I was gonna interject quickly yeah. if that was all right. Had a thought actually, and this is quite I think apparent for a lot of athletes that have a, a mistake or any sportsman, right? Uh, a sport a sportsman has a mistake in their life. And it's the idea of like making peace with that scenario, right? And if you look at Ruiz being Mexican, that style of boxing and so on. So for him actually having a Mexican boxing coach now, that puts him closer to the event that happened that may have embarrassed him with his mindset. Yeah, that's very true. I didn't look at it like that before, mate. Exactly. That's then, very true. He's, more at he's gone to the Mexican. Yeah. And it, uh, interesting. It's like, okay, mm. uh, it, like, do you keep your enemy closer? Yeah. And the idea being that, I don't know, by being around that environment all the time, yeah, I'm sure you'll be ribbed about it constantly being like around those people. Yeah. So, so, so on that tangent there, isn't it? I, I, I'm sure there's some UFC fighters that have been defeated by certain fighters and gone to their camp or gone to their training. Yeah. Yeah. They, you yeah. know, when people get defeated, but then go like um, Lennox Lewis. Lennox Lewis. Uh, uh, Jimmy Manuel. It got defeated by um uh, uh that guy and it was a London show. It was a London show and he got the knee. He got the knee into his face, Jimmy Manuel. It was a, a massive London show. I got I got a Reebok top for that. Was it and Sweden? It, was it a Swedish? Yeah, Swedish guy. The uh, the guy that's got the um the tattoos. He's a boxer. Uh, no, ah, uh, Sevenson, Stevenson, Devenson, Sevenson. It ah oh, man, but so Gustav, basically, Gustav, Gustafsson, Gustafsson. Yeah. Gustafsson. He got defeated by Gustafsson and then ended up training with him to rejuvenate his career. And, and, and the whole tangent of that is, okay, so let me turn my, my weakness into a strength. The only thing um, is, mm, I, 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 I like Robert Garcia, but Robert Garcia is also very, very friendly with Ruiz. So I don't know. 
I don't know. So what is that? What's that got to do with the with the, the punch in your face? I don't get. Um, it, it is that is that intellect. The intellect has been stored for a later date. I'm not sure. Uh, may, maybe, but sure. But I'm AJ's not, not boxing for. He's not boxing Ruiz. Who's he boxing? No, no, he's not boxing. No, no, I agree. But what I'm saying is, Ruiz is in 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 the in the line. There's four, five, six guys in the line. Person Fury. I don't know. I wouldn't have gone with Robert Garcia, even though he's okay. I think he should have gone more to the west, to the east coast, more coast. Okay. Well, I I don't know what's I don't know what's gonna work until I see the proof in the pudding. I have no idea. I'm I'll be honest with you though. I'm a fan of of Mexican boxing. Uh, Cleno Barrera, um, uh, Margarita, um. You know, like the, these stars of Mexican boxers, um, the Duran, the South American boxers. I, I well, am a fan of them. Well, Coach T, I'm, 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 I'm Professor, I'm missing the point here. There's another guy opposite AJ by the name of Yusik, which is one of the greatest amateur and, you know, one of the greats. He's going to go down as an all-time great. I'm just yeah, speaking of weight. My, my um, concern is not yet. going on outside. Not yet, ring. mate. Like... Um, well, he, he, if, he's doing a rematch with... Um, with, with um, AJ, he didn't have to. He could have gone with a big man. He did have to. He did have to. Oh, don't, sorry, don't sorry. Yes, come he, did. On. Yes. he did have to. Yes. He did have to. He did. But what I'm saying is, he's got, he's got a blueprint, and he can go in against Tyson Fury and upset. He's going to go down as an all-time great. He is that technically. He's the most technical fighter in the heavyweight by now. Mm. Maybe he, in he, boxing. Maybe in boxing, technically that good. He's that mm. good. Yes. So. Uh, enough of us giving that that lip service to these great boxers, and and I think it is, I think it's super fascinating, especially as Usyk's come up from a lighter division, and because he's so talented, he can hold his weight, like atomically. He don't even atomically, like not even atomically. I should say within the the realms of his body, he doesn't have the same weight as the people that he's fighting against, but his talent is equal or more. So we can still compete with these heavier people. And I think that's brilliant to see Usyk fin finally go up. Everybody was waiting for it to happen. But um, let's talk about UFC 276. Yeah? UFC 276. What a blood clot card. Okay, come on. That was a card. There was fights on this card that I was thinking, what the fuck is going to happen? Who's improved? Who can maintain? Who can do what they need to do? Shit. Especially... And before we get to the main fight, <laughs> Sean Strickland, Alex Pereira. Joke. <laughs> remember this like, like, Absolute like joke. Re remember this this episode is touch, touch, bang. Um, what Pereira did. Oh my goody. I didn't expect it to be like that because Sh Sean Strickland, his stand-up's decent. And he's an awkward, he's got an awkward timing, long rangy arms, awkward timing, stand up, relentless, marching forwards. He kind of puts pressure on you with his feet. He like he's not hitting you, but he puts like pressure on you with his footwork. And then and then he's he's got a superb jab, a really good MMA jab. But my god, all that shit got nullified like 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 the wrong question on the game show. Fuck. Absolute joke. He's his own worst enemy. He was an That's idiot. <laughs> Absolutely. How can you go in with a guy like Pereira? Great, one of the great stand-up kick, you know, in, in the world, not just in, you know, in the world. He's he's probably the best in the UFC right now. His glory 
Um, he's he just an awesome. You wrestle him, get him to the ground. He he tried. He stood in front of him. Even Joe Rogan was like, "Sean's trying to stand in front of him." It's interesting. He, <laughs> he was an idiot. He got fuck? caught. He got caught up in his own hype. Yes, he's entertaining. He's funny. And he can fight, though. Don't come on. Yeah, he he can definitely, fight. Definitely. But his game plan, he should have taken him to the ground. Do, do, do you agree with that, Professor? Yeah, he should have taken... Like, it, again, I think me, me and Farmer spoke about this before the podcast. And I think I mentioned this to you as well here, Coach T. If you're going to do any ground game, you need to do it early doors, right? Because you've got the element of body sweat that comes along. Yeah. Corners yep. chucking water on top of fire. Slippy, slippy, so slippy. It becomes a nightmare. Not saying it's impossible, right? But for anyone obviously who's got a ground game, you want to use that dryness as an advantage, yeah? And I, I don't know. Sean obviously is his own worst enemy when it comes to it. Believe his own hype. And don't get me wrong. If he did the, the John Jones thing and fought the guy at his own thing and absolutely destroyed him and dismantled him, then, hey, we'd all be eating our own words right now, right? Mm. And be saying, gosh, what have we got here in front of us? But... The way that Sean went into this, and I've seen him like his training camps outside of like um, on the lead and, up to this fight. And yeah, and, was... and what did you see? Did you see anything special in this striking game? Because I ain't no, seen so his training camp. So, camps. so, so his training, one of his training camps, he was actually with one of the um, ultra, is like uncapped heavyweights of the jiu jitsu world, right? Big, what? big, big guy. What? And, Why um... the fuck are you doing that and you don't do. Oh, mate. Well, no, he was training with him, right? And instantly the guy said, okay, fine. He said, like, no MMA rules, but we'll just go as if it's an MMA match. Anything can happen. Yeah. And he put, like, um, a small, like, wrist lock on him, I think it was. What, what, Sean, was it standing or, or ground yeah, or what? Standing, like, what was it, was stand, it was actually standing, about to go and obviously, like, lock horns with each other. The guy put a quick wrist lock on him. Two yeah. on to one. And um, Sean kicked off massively. So I tried to punch him and stuff. He's like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, he says, I've got a fight coming up. I'm like, kicking off like mad. Right, and the guy said, "Well, what's stopping your opponent from doing this to you?" Well, that's not oh, the point. Wow. You shouldn't be doing this between me, 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 me and my fight. Come on, you could have broken my wrist and everything. Yeah, are you serious? Yeah, he's kicking Ooh. off, and I think this is the thing. I think Sean's his own worst enemy in this instance. And I think, don't get me wrong, he's a crowd pleaser. He'll probably keep on pulling numbers, which is what it wants. But unfortunately, he's going to appeal more to the older MMA scene. If I hate to say this, a stereotype, this is of like we just want beer, boobs, and just blood. Yeah. And that's that's that's, all... that's that's Rome. That's mob of Rome shit, man. Yeah, and that's that's the problem. I think UFC has definitely outgrown that type of culture quite so much, so much so that it's a technical sport. And I think, however, but Sean wants to try and live up to this type of reputation for it. He's just not game planned at all. He, I, I can I can see him as a newer version of Mike Perry, basically. Absolute idiot. Right, he's one wait, of the best. Wait a minute. Before we get into it, sorry to cut you, Farmer. Let me just get the folks to know this. This is UFC two seven six. It happened um, at three o'clock Greenwich Mean Time, silly o'clock in this country, July um, the third, a Sunday. It was the main event. It was the T-Mobile Arena, and this is what we're talking about. Is this is the middleweight fight between between Sean Strickland and Alex Pereira? Just to let everyone know, when Sean Strickland got banged out in round one, please carry on, Farmer. Right, he was training in camp with a guy called Johnny Eblem. Johnny Eblem just did a massive shock by beating um, Muzaki in, in Bellator. So they were doing groundwork. Johnny Eblem is, is a, one of the game fighters and beat, he beat Muzaki, right? In the mid, for the middleweight um, title in, in Bellator. He was doing that camp and he stands there like a lemon 
Get the man. <laughs> well, he did. What's the point? He's just seen one of your best mates, one of your best friends, did gave you the blueprint what to do. And he stood there and he, after his interview, said, Oh, I was going to, I thought it was going to be an easy night. I was jabbing his head off. I was jabbing. No, you wasn't. No, you that's wasn't. What, that, that's what he said, right? He was jabbing his head off. Shit. Like, what are you talking about? You cannot stand. No, he wasn't. He was getting touched. You know what? I was. When I've seen Sean Strickland fight, I've seen Sean Strickland do a, a superb jab until he finds an opening and then he brings a rear hand. But while he's doing a jab, he's got this um, leg kick as well. He does like a leg kick as well to just just to make the distance, just to put people under pressure. That's what I thought he was going to do. Um, he, I think he tried to do the jab. I didn't see any leg kicks from, from Strickland. I, I saw Pereira kicking up his fucking legs. I'm... I'm... I can follow on from Farmer's comment of Johnny Eblen. I didn't know that he was training with him. The other guy that he was training with from the jiu-jitsu world is called Orlando Sanchez. The yeah. guy's an absolute unit. He's five foot nine and he's just like easily a hundred kilograms plus. Yeah. So, so why and wouldn't you use that? Why wouldn't you use that's that? What I, mean. I think he's his own worst enemy. Like this, and like I said, this is this is just mental to think that he just hasn't bothered with it. Like, uh, do, so, so, so do you think it was? Do you think he was fighting Pereira and his ego at the same time? Yeah, because he gave that he gave a, a great spill. I mean, it was very entertaining how he told about Izzy, how he went to sleep. This guy put you to sleep, blah blah blah. Now he's gone to sleep. Now he knows the same bed and cushion what Izzy had, right? But Izzy's a world ch- champion. You're just he's a Strickland's a pretender. I call them. You know who's coming up, but now that's put to bed, right? Um, sorry, I was going to move forward. Is Izzy got problems, guys? Do you think Izzy got problems? Yeah, he needs to dodge him. I don't. I don't think so. I think Izzy needs to fight him. I think Izzy Izzy's cleaning out everyone. Izzy's fucking recycling, bro. He's recycling right now. I think he needs to fight him. I think. I think that's what everyone's looking. I think um, that's give, one of the reasons give, why they like Pereira. Give Alex Vittori or Costa again. Again. Again, he hasn't had Vittori or Costa, Alex. Oh, sorry, Alex. Sorry, sorry, my bad. I thought yeah, you meant um, Pereira, Izzy. I thought you meant I, I Izzy. Give Pereira a genuine wrestler like Vittori, yeah, or even Brunson, Ooh. yeah, who's actually. Oh, <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That to me, but the problem is, is he's running out of fighters and he's going to come into the John Jones effect of like running, like destroying the rest of. Berlowski's had the exact same problem as well, yeah. Like they're both run, they're all running out of fighters to go with, and there's a there's a massive gap between like number one status and champion, unfortunately. Yeah, there there, there is because he's he's fucking recycling them, man. Volkov, they they you know what they're 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 decent champions, man. They're really yeah, good champions. That camp's doing well. Eugene's making some absolute machines. Shit, they are. They got Kaya Kaya Francis. I like is one of my favorites. He's now. fighting next week. I'm pretty yeah, sure or this week. I like, I like, and I like the um. Who's a guy? He always loses, but he fight. He's fighting the wrong way. Um, um, you're talking about uh. Always game. Uh, I like him. He's got a lovely sense of humor as well. Oh, it begins with R. Oh, Riddle. You talk about Riddle. Riddle no, he's, yeah, Riddle. he's a good one as well. No, yeah, the he, other one. he he lost on that card. Yeah, um, no, he got banged out by an up and coming fighter. Yeah, well, he got put to sleep actually. A guillotine. Not not him. Oh come on. He he went one stage. He never went home for ages. Kept because of the quarantine. Uh, oh, Hooker. Hooker, yeah. Dan, yeah. Dan Hooker. Right, Dan. Dan crazy man Hooker. And hopefully Dan will get his, the right way to settle into the new way. But yeah, it's a fantastic camp. 
and little New Zealand's on the map. It has to be one of the best camps on the planet. It's got to be for a for the... Speaking of good, go on. I was going to say, um, Coach T, uh, even though um, um, you're saying Izzy is um, super, I think Pereira can cause him problems. Yeah, 100%. I really yeah. do. I and can't think of anyone remember. that's got stand-up that can compete. There ain't no one that's got stand-up that can compete right now. But, yeah, Who remember, else has got the stand-up? Izzy has to overcome a psychological barrier. Yes, he's a threat. Yeah, Izzy is correct. The two fights he did, and he definitely Izzy won that first one. How they gave it, I don't understand that one. Because you know? I went back and they did my redo diligence and watched it. And Izzy was lighting him up in the second. But timing, boom. And as as and this ain't they haven't got boxing gloves now. We've got the four out four ounce gloves. So, yeah, and, and but, there's all sorts of things going on. There's clinching, there's there's all sorts of energy draining. Pereira's got a very good camp, hasn't he? He's with mm. the former UFC light heavyweight champion. And a yeah, Texera. Zero and, a, and one of the best striking coaches. Um, so he, you know, he, and he's he is he's just ripping through that division. He is at six, six and one and oh, fucking hell, bro! I'm, and, uh, I'm like, I'm I'm looking at the card now, and everyone's like double figures. He's the only motherfucker that is. <laughs> he's and, he's and, on the main card. Yeah, and he's only got six fights. Fight, and his seventh <laughs> fight, Coach T, his seventh fight could be for a world title. Oh man, that's that's ooh. he's yeah, yeah. He's yeah, he... hasn't didn't Izzy do that with his right with his run? I, I, I don't know. No, it wasn't six. No, I'm sure it's pretty, it's very minimal. I'm pretty sure it wasn't. And, and Izzy's had a lot of fights, you know. Izzy's been active, man. I, I big him up for that. He's active. The, 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 the only one who's flown high is one of my favorites, you know, Cyril Gan. He, he came in with about four or five in the UFC, you know. Mm. Um, yeah. I can't wait for him to fight Aspel, by the way, in the future. That's what I need. need. Okay, so um, sorry to cut you, but let's talk about the featherweight co-main event. Ooh. Alexander Volkanovsky versus Max Holloway, part three. The first fight, first fight was interesting, wasn't it? Who do you think won the first fight? I thought Alex picked him the first one. What do you think, Professor? Sorry, I just wanted to quickly ju- jump in there. He got the uh, title. Is he got the title after seven fights? Seven fights. Ooh, okay. Shit, that's why we call him the in, professor. Uh, seven fights coming okay. to UFC. Sorry, I oh. had to figure that out. I was interested. Um, oh. What was the question again? Sorry, guys. Seven fights. I didn't know that. Seven fights, yeah? Yeah. And then fights. he's gone on a run and got 23. Mm. Fucking hell. That fucking is different, different gravy. That must be a future Hall of Famer. But anyway, um, yeah, co-main event, Alexander Vol- Volkanovsky, Max Holloway. Um, Volkanovsky, 25 and 1 and 0. Max Holloway, 23 and 7. Um, it was a decision after round five in this co-main event on Sunday the 3rd at silly o'clock in the morning if you're in England. Um, Farmer, what did you say? Uh, the first fight. Who do you think won the first no, fight? Um, I'm, I'm sorry, Kofi. Um Professor didn't hear a question because you said, "Who do you think who won the first fight?" Yeah, the first fight. You said, "I, I, I thought um, Alex just picked him." And, and what do you think, Professor? Who won the first fight? If you remember the first fight, who first do you think fight, won the first fight. fight? Yeah, yeah, not not like if you remember the fight. Who do you think won the first fight? Alex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second yeah. fight, I think, could have gone to Max. Yeah, Max, I, 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 yeah, Max that's that's my um. Max, without question, won that second. So, so, okay, so we're all in agreement there, which is rare. We're all in agreement that it could have gone or, or yeah, leaning towards Max. Max, you know? And, and I, I think so. I feel like Max has let us down with this one because I don't know what it is. Every time Max... 
fights, right, or he fights anyone else other than Alex, it's a different person, yeah? And then it comes to Alex, and it, it, he just becomes, I know we've talked about it, like AJ, like, feet sort of stuck in the light. It's like, he's like, a, I don't know, deer in headlights. Like, oh, I'm not quite sure what to do, because things aren't working. Like, towards the end of this final match, this, this third, third fight between them, he's there throwing stuff he's never thrown before in, like, a desperate attempt. So I'm like, that's not the max I know. He the max getting, throws everything. He was like, touch up. Yeah, but like Max throws things with confidence. He knows what he's doing. He's looking at the camera crew like, hey, I'm the best boxer in the world while still throwing jabs, <laughs> bobbing and weaving, slipping, right? I guess KI, yeah. He's throwing like wheel kicks at the end of it, like just hoping for something. And that's like, that's not the Max that I know. The Max knows like, it does everything with assertiveness, intention, not mm. just hoping for the best. Yeah. And I think that maybe just Alex broke his will. I think maybe third, third round in, Max just had to come to that realization. Maybe he may not admit this, but he might afterwards that. He's just got someone who's better than him. Mm. Um, do you, do you, do, I like I like to interject there, interject yeah. there guys. I I saw um, Volkanovski level up when he fought the Korean Zombie because mm. he got super faster. I don't know how the fuck he got far. He got faster, like literally. Eugene, this Eugene. motherfucker got faster. Like Eugene what? Bannon. Oh my god, dude! It was it was mad. His, his pocket, he is a master of pocket warfare. I mean, shit, he can fit in your pocket and fuck your jeans up. Like, he's, he's he's a small guy, but he's vicious pocket warfare. Like, he gets inside, fucks you up. Like, Ant-Man, like, like get inside your, your your body, fuck you up, and then gone. Like, it's, it's, it was amazing what he did against the Korean zombie. When I saw that fight, personally, I thought, he's leveled up. I don't know how far Max leveled up, though, but after that fight, I, f I think Alexander leveled up, and, and that's why I was leaning towards Alexander Volkanovsky for their third fight. Right. Well, I'm going to throw my grenade in. The reason why... And I'm not going to... Please, I, please viewers... I, I don't Are you going to say he's eating Kaleno beef? I, I, oh, I just, I, well, I'm convinced of that, but anyway, <laughs> but I put that to the side. Um... Yes, we can lack, lack lyrical him. Um, he did well in two fights of display. An aging zombie and an aging Max. Max and zombie train ineffectively. Right? <laughs> and um, and we did, they got old overnight. One's 35. All right, Max is a little bit younger, but Max has been fighting for 20, a long, long time. He spars that way. He's come to the end of his career. Max has come to the end of his career. He's punch drunk, he slurs, and as Alex said, the way you train, my brother, as he said, you're training it wrong. You're oh. training wrong. He does, he's they're fighting like the fight you have. So you cannot do, your body cannot take that in 10 years in the game. You can't do that. Hence the reason that people need to open their eyes and uh, uh, open, open their eyes and open their ears. Right, whether you like him or not, the man's a genius. One person kept saying that for many years to take the money well, and his name's Connor McGregor. These things are all coming, but you take it well because these guys cannot last in the game. They're fighting as they're training, they're scientifically not doing it. They can say they've had a great camp, this and that. Some of these guys have been doing it from especially the Americans, they've been doing wrestling from um from high school upwards. Your body can only take so much now and then in the mid to late 30s. They can't do it. That's true, you know. That's that's. I think that's um, I think that's a reflection of everyone's individual cards that you were dealt with in the form of your genetics. And some people, I don't know what sport you're doing, but 
some people can maintain it for longer than others. Even Cowboy Cerrone stopped sparring because he said that it was having an effect on his his longevity. You know, um, everyone's different though. Like some people work well with sparring and, and that hard shit. Like TJ Dillashaw trains very hard and it works well for him. But how how long it can it last? It works well for him. Yeah, but how long can it last? Like you're saying, how long? You can't. You can't. It's, it's, it's well, professor can probably. But scientifically, cannot do it. You cannot keep doing it. Your resistance, older you get, loses. The only way you can hold out resistance in your body and your responders if you take substance. Well, that's like Dylan. It's like Dylan White. Like Dylan White, he wars. I've heard stories of gym wars with Jimmy Manuel, like from right. way back when Jimmy can bang, and they're having wars. Like over time, you're, this is gonna wear on your. And your longevity, it's going to wear on you to the point where he wasn't able to take the shots. I know it's a slight digression. I'm just saying that he wasn't taking the shots that he... Remember when he took the shots from Trezoria in that fight, but all of a sudden he weren't taking the shots from Fury. I'm just saying that the punch resistance, it, it fades. And the you only, can... The, the it gets to you. Alex uh, struggled when it was Ortega. The rest, he had an aging Aldo. He took an aging Edgar. Uh, uh, um, um, a washed out Max... And a complete washed out zombie. I don't think zombies washed out. Yeah. Come on, man. Really? Yes. Really? He ain't washed out. <laughs> he, he, will, he will rinse it's and repeat a... you in the alleyway, man. Come on. Yeah, yeah, of course you can have a rubber. He, he, yes, windmilling, yeah, but not, not, not at that level. <laughs> no, man. He, he got, he's got, he got some of the greats out there, eh? Would he have done this to Edgar 10 years ago? I don't think Aldo 10 years ago, I don't think he would. Well, so, what do you think about that, Professor? That's a fair point. That's, a, that's quite a fair point still. I think times are definitely changing and this is it's something quite close to my heart. I'd probably say with situations that have occurred close to home um, with old school techniques versus modern day science and athleticism, if that makes sense. Um, and something obviously which I do quite a lot with obviously is like fighter and athlete weight cuts and so on. And there is a very big split in the community where you've got the coaches of these athletes saying, this is how I've done it for the last 30 years. This is what you're going to do even though science has prevailed now and actually proven to be a lot more safer and better and fighters are becoming more efficient. They're becoming more athletes. You're not just having the trained guy off the streets who's a brawler doing these type of things anymore and taking... What, the, like, the, like Kimbo Slice and, and Madsvedal? Yeah, right? those type of guys, unfortunately, are going to start to dwindle away. And the problem is, I think both Max, Korea, uh, Korean Zombie, um, I say even Brian Ortega to some degree, yeah, um, are going to start to dwindle away because you're going to get athletes like Alex. Because bear in mind, he didn't start in MMA till very late into his career. Yeah, he was a pro Aussie rugby player. Yeah, that's right. And he was a lot heavier. Yeah, and he was an athlete, right? And now all of a sudden, you take an athlete and you put him into a world where he can learn, yeah, and do things properly and efficiently and effectively. You're going to come up. You're going to be a level ahead. This is why my theory, like I said, I have Reese going to bite at this. I can tell. Um, Kamara Usman, yeah. Like, he is an athlete through and through, and all of a sudden you give him a trade, like, so they can go and learn, a craft to go and learn on top of it. You can see why the guy's an absolute machine. Yeah, yeah I, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, you can see why Kobe Covington is a machine. Yeah? And how anyone who's not, I don't know, rehearsed in both, not just the athleticism, but the, the practice of their art, they're going to struggle. And the problem is with Max, and again, I think with Korean Zombie, is that they've come from an era where it was bite down the mouthpiece if you want it that badly. And unfortunately, nowadays, like, that will only take you so far. And that's where you're going to have problems, unfortunately. Mm, fair point. And sp speaking of problems, let's move swiftly to 
the main event, Israel Stylebender Adesanya versus Gerard Kinnear. I mean, these guys, they're, they're something special, man. I, I do. I think both of them are something special. I was really... Um, I was really looking forward to this fight because I know Gerard Kinnear, he's not, um, I wouldn't say that he's technically better than Izzy. I just know that he's he's just out of the box. He's he's different. He's just different. He's different. You know, the killer gorilla, he's strong. He's different. I'm thinking that maybe something can happen here. I mean, guys, ugh, personally, do you did you predict the fight? It would go the way it went? Would you? I felt a little bit deflated. I thought I thought the fight was so so technically enveloped that it was a little bit boring. Yeah, I agree hundred percent. I think the problem being is that with Gerard is that he would have seen what others have done, right? And no one no one brings it to Izzy anymore because they get worried about what's gonna happen. Yeah, I think the last person to really bring it to Izzy would have been um probably Robert hey. well I was gonna say Robert Whitaker potentially. Um, or it's going to be Kelvin Gastelum. Kelvin Gastelum Gastelum absolutely brought the fire and the heat. Yes, he did. I'm doing everything to grab this belt. I I feel like there's a a trend at the moment when people go for championship belts, they rather just try try and grab it rather than go both hands on it. This is my... Try and teeth it. You know, like trying to steal one penny sweets. Yeah. And I think it's a a really common trend. I'm not seeing fighters actually go out... Take the heavyweight division, yeah? You don't see anyone going, John, go take this shit to Francis, yeah? And put him on the back foot. They're all sort of tippy-toeing around trying to hope for the best, yeah? And I think everyone's doing it. I, I, I generally think, that's my concern with obviously Alex Pereira here, is that Alex is going to go, oh, I fought this guy twice, yeah? I've got nothing to lose here, yeah? All I can gain is that belt, yeah? And I think if he takes it to Izzy, I think Izzy's going to struggle. Yeah? Uh, and, and, and the thing is, Gerard is number two, number two, like, he's got 10 wins by knockout, seven first-round finishes. He's the first fighter in modern UFC history to earn a KO in three different weight classes. That's heavyweight, light heavyweight, and middleweight. Like, the guy is special. He is special. Like, he's, he's done well. And then we've got Izzy, the champion, uh, UFC middleweight champion, longest active win streak in UFC middleweight division with 11. He's got second most title uh, fight wins in UFC middleweight history with six. Like they're they're both special, but I I, I ain't gonna lie to you. I was expecting a little bit more from Kinney. Um, we need to give some props here to Izzy. He's evolved from Kevin Gaslin. He's evolved. His his ground games. He's evolved. I mean, he went five rounds with with a light heavyweight. All right, he didn't win it, but he's evolved. You know, he's not come from a ground. But his, his wrestling and his and his defense is is world class. He's taken on guys who've been schooled in that um, arena for decades, and he holds his own. Um, he, he he's a brilliant striker. He's a great tactician, and his range is and he's very savvy, and he he sets traps. Um, that's why people are hesitant, because also when you're in there with him, people feel his his power and his strength. Because he got that skinny, but his body is compact in that skinny frame. He's a very strong, sinewy type fighter, and and you know it's like thirty percent psychological because he talks a good game, but he hasn't lost as a middleweight. And 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 just be honest, the hardest fight he's had was like nine fights ago, when he was just learning a craft with Kevin Gaslam, and he showed heart. The rest have been quite relatively easy, isn't it? He's never been stretched since Kevin. 
Not even a great, you know, Robert Whitaker stretched him. No one has stretched him. He's got the plan, and his plan is, all right, another 18 months, two years, he's just going to earn his millions and go. Mm, very true. Very he's, true. Not, he's not, he's not going to entertain us no, no more. That's true. He hasn't entertained for a long, long time. Can you guys hear me? But this is my... Hello? Yeah, we can hear you, Coach T. Oh, excellent. Cool. I was going to say, the thing that I, I, I again, and I know farmer's going to hate me for this, but I generally think the problem being is that you take a point fighter like Izzy, until you find someone who's happy to literally do Khabib-esque grappling, they're always going to be dominant. Yeah? And, like, I, it's one of these things where you, if you put... I'd, I'd, I'd actually pay very good money, yeah, See five rounds of Khabib versus Izzy. Oh, 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 that'd be interesting. Um, that'd be very interesting because Khabib's games get close to people, yeah, yeah, and he can bang as well, yeah. And that's what makes me then think, okay, cool. Well, that I'm not sure because Anna Quinta put touched him up, he nearly knocked him out. People need to forget, remember that Izzy will put him to sleep. No, he he, yes, he did. Yes, he watched that fight. Uh, Quinta was when he was a late. Um, it was he had a um, was a, some council and he he came in. He lit up. He lit up Khabib, and Khabib couldn't finish him. So you know, but that's what I mean. There's no one else in that division who has that level of grappling. Yeah, no one comes even close to that level, right? And that whole division's all stand up. Yeah. So that's where I put the, the like the question out there is that if there was a stand up fighter who was of that level, so take the guy who's just at Bellator. You just yeah, Brunson, Brunson, Brunson's meant to be a a, 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 um, a decorative, and even Kevin Gresson's meant to be a very good wrestler. And believe it or not, Strickland's meant to be very, very good. Is, is is I don't know what it is. Is it a trend? Is it a trend they're going through? Do people like the stand? So take take as you mentioned, Johnny Eblen. Yeah. Yeah. How would he do if he's a pure wrestler? Yeah, pure grappler. Oh, is Izzy would hold his defense and he would light him up. I don't think so. I don't think <laughs> Izzy so. would light him up. Izzy, Izzy's his mate, his, his movement, and and when he come in, he'll take the leg. He'll, oh, he'll light him up, mate. No, I, I disagree. Because then look at Yan. The situation with Yan. Yes, there's a weight difference, but Yan didn't stand and point fight with him, did he? No, yeah, Yan took him down. I agree with that. Yeah, I'm just like Yan was like, no, no, we're doing this. This is no, we're... this is the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Grappling, that was... though, like, that's the point of grappling. Though, you could still be, let's say, like slightly lighter than your opponent, yeah, or same way, but with the right pressure in the right places, and you pin them to that point, yeah, they can't do anything. Yeah, yeah? but you're talking Yan on the on the night was like fifteen to nearly twenty pounds heavier than him. Because he is he's a man can't put the weight on. Well, so that's what he was getting into, farmer. Yeah, but I know that, but that's why he went for the glory, and I understand why he went for it. But Khabib doing that to him, no. Why not? Khabib's oh no, because Khabib, Khabib is is not he's not young. No, he'll get lit and he'll get light up, mate. You you get light you, you, up. I, I feel like your emotions attached to Khabib. Yeah, no, he's not. He's not, he's not, at all, not at all. Khabib, I'm oh, sorry. So put this into perspective. Islam took on Dan Hooker, yeah? Dan Hooker is pretty much like Izzy's best fucking buddy. He comes from the yeah. same training camp. Very good standard of stand-up, yeah? yeah? We can't discredit him there. Islam completely smothered him and took him into the deep waters and said, I'm going to hold you here out of my own free will. Islam, fucked, once... him. Islam yeah. fucked him up. Badly. Yes. 
and, right. and okay, made Dan yes. Hooker look amateurish. Very right. When Dan right, when Dan Hooker Dan Hooker was going up in two weights, mind he was floating in two weights. Put that to the side. That's right. He did that, but you can't. You have to agree. You have to open your eyes, as DC say. Open your eyes and have a view. There's a guy is 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 wrestling defense. Right, you've got all these guys who are top wrestlers. They cannot put him down. Right, that, K- Kinnear couldn't put him down. He's a can they reckon Kinnear is the most strongest man in all divisions? Who who so reckons? That, wait a minute. Who reckons that farmer? He he is strong. I agree with you. No, that's why he got. The, he, he, they, they, they say he's, 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 he got Guinness Right, he right. Got? They say when you go in there wrestling, he is immensely strong. That's what they say. They say that that's about, great, but that's strength. Well, they say that Izzy's very strong. Yeah, but yeah, that you've got strength and you've got technique. Yeah, yeah? as a magnificent technique. He has technique. That's what I mean. If you have and, someone like Hananeer with strength, which is great, if does he have the technique, yeah, of someone like Khabib or Islam? Right, Khabib will get lit, light up, mate. I put my house... He will get light up. He'll get a couple kicks. Right. He will, I mean, I'm telling you, mate, it's too big a weight. I put like the, I'd even put money on this, right? This is be like, yeah. we'll take Izzy out the question. We'll get Rory close to him. I'd say Khabib versus Leon. Leon will be absolutely smushed to death. I, pro- I probably agree with you, but remember, What's you said something Leon and Izzy. Wait I, I need to finish this. You said something earlier on about athleticism, did you not? And I said yeah. I agreed with you about athleticism. Blah blah about Usman. Leon's got the Jamaican athleticism. He will be the second Jamaican <laughs> champion. Right? This is no joke business. It's going to happen, and he's going to put Usman to sleep. <laughs> All right, so you, he's, you you mentioned earlier on about athleticism, and I agreed with you, right? Yeah. Leon got athleticism. I think your two guys getting caught. Khabib's just one dimensional. The, the the UFC is moving. That's the that's the point of the argument though with Izzy. Izzy's one dimensional in his stand up game. Yeah, who's put, but who's putting down the floor? No one puts him. But on there's the floor. no one who's got that caliber to put him on that floor. Yeah, got, in the middleweights, there's loads, mate, of collegiate Who? champions. Who? Brunson. Brunson, honestly, I swear Brunson's not got that good a level. He has. So, wait a minute. Has. When, when is that fight? When is that fight with um, Edwards and Usman? I can't see it. Where's the fight? I should it's, be set- it's August, September time. September, I think, sure. yeah. Okay, September. We will, Coach T, we will have, of the island of 3.2 million viewers, 3.2 million, we will have a second Jamaican. Okay. We've, so, we've had so, a Macedonian, which is Alexander the Great. I need to applaud the Macedonians. Well done. And we're going to have another jam. Well, I, I got, like, 3rd of September, I got um, Cyril and, and Garnu, Cyril Garnu versus um, Ty Tavusi. Ooh! 3rd of September, I got Robert Whitaker and Marvin Vittori, 3rd of September. Oh, that's a good card. Is this gonna be? Is this in Australia or, or America? There, though, I don't see any of them there, to be honest. Oh, here we go. Sorry, my bad. It's August twenty-first oh. of August, three oh. o'clock, silly, silly time in in UK. Kamara Usman two seven eight. Leon Edwards, Kamara Usman, Jose uh, Aldo versus Marb uh, Dasvashin, um, Paulo Costa. Um, the, the good-looking alcoholic versus uh, Luke Rockhold, the jock. We've got Amir Albazard versus Francisco Figueredo. Um, yeah, that's a good card, man. That's a good card. That's a good card, man. Anyway, I'm going to get off to Khabib because we're always lines to Khabib. Khabib's not around. Um, Izzy is the world champion. 
Um, Pereira, not sure if you give him. I think Pereira will struggle to wrestle. I'm going to agree with with Coach T on that. Um, Leon's going to pull off an upset. There's, there's no doubt about that. Um, on the 22nd, I will be celebrating. But um, okay. So uh, what about um? Before we finish this, guys, we're going to wrap this up now. What about future fights? Future fights, that is uh, UFC Fight Night, um, Sunday, the 10th of July, 2 o'clock Greenwich Mean Time, um, July the 10th. Um, Rafael Dohanjos versus, uh, sorry, Rafa, yeah, they're both Rafael, coincidentally. But one Rafael, I think, is going to get punched in the face very hard. Uh, Rafael um, Faiziv versus Rafael Dohanjos. What do you think, guys? Uh, Vizif, he's up and coming. I'm going with Faisif as well. Yeah, we'll go for youth again. What, what do you think? Are we all agreeing on Faisif? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. That really happens. Okay. Cool. Does anyone know about the middleweight co-main event? I don't I don't have much um, information about... Is that uh, C.O. Borano versus Armin Petrosian? Mm, I don't know about him. I know about Chase Sherman, though. Uh, versus Gerard Vanderer, which is a heavyweight contest. It's on the main card. Um, I'm going with Chase. You got Cynthia Cavalio versus Nina Nunes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nina Nunes. Nunes. Nina. Hmm. I don't know if there's a relation there. Is there a relation? Is this so? Nina Nunes. Is there a relation with Amanda? No, I don't think so. I thought so. I've never heard of it. I think the sad news that I've heard today, guys, is that unfortunately Darren Till's pulling out of his fight. Oh, shit. Okay. The UFC UK card, which is, is it next week or the week after? Two weeks' time, I think it is. Another one's washed up, unfortunately. Yeah. Darren Till. Damn. I don't know. You want to see him fight after being with Hamza, obviously, uh, for so long. But again. Uh... Yeah. Was that, was that, um, was that the um, Ortega Rodriguez card? Yeah. No, I'm looking. No, 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 no. So that's the week after. So UFC Fight Night Blades versus Aswell. You got Curtis Blade, oh, Tom okay, Aswell, okay. Darren Taylor, Jack Manson. That's not anymore. Pally Bimlet versus Jordan Levitt. Never heard of who Jordan is. Alex Gustafsson versus uh, Nikita Karolov. You got Molly McCann versus Hannah Goldie. Uh, and the good one, which I'm interested for, Paul Craig, our Scottish yeah, brother. Yeah, and Paddy Show from the UK. They're pushing them hard. They've even got their own I upload on, on the Oh, UK. God, come on. That's a I'm, I'm serious. They've gone deep I'm, with them. Like, both of them, they're very charismatic people. Yeah, they're characters. She's rubbish. Sorry. Yeah, she's rubbish. Yeah, I agree with Reeks on that. Why she's do you think she's rubbish? Is, I think she is. likes to fight. I think she has a tail. Oh, yeah, I, mean, I like Jager to have a I like to have a likes to fight. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> that means good. He's rubbish, and 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 he's gonna get put. Sanchez likes to fight. No, she's gonna get. You know, I'm, I'm please yeah. sorry, Molly. But I mean, they ain't, I got, I... ain't got a weirdo in white fronts teaching her how to do yoga in a waterfall in Hawaii. <laughs> you know, I like. You're right. I like their cars. They're they're entertaining. They're they're C stroke D division <laughs> fighters, and they're charismatic. They're gonna yeah. earn money from their charisma. I like Molly. Molly. I like Molly. I think she... I like Molly as well. I think she's funny. She... But as as a world class fighter, no. Fan friendly. I think her style is fan friendly. To be honest. Yes. Yeah. But we're on. What 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 we're talking about is the next step. She hasn't. She hasn't got it. Um, well, let's see know. what she does against Hannah Goldie. Well, you'd be hang picked if anything. It's not in the. Top, she ain't in the top ten or top fifteen. No, no. Hannah Hannah's like six and two. So. Mm, yeah, but okay. Yeah, entertaining for the 
for the crowd and earn a few bob and they yeah, can the, they, the big thing that you need to keep on doing at the moment and we're trying our best here locally in the bristol area is that paddy bimlet lost to a guy in bristol called nad narrowini right what was it gee no gee this was no. This was in MMA. And this was the K. Nad Ooh. got the K, like either got or defended the Cage Warriors title against him. This is in pro MMA, and ever since then, Paddy's been ducking him, right? Because Nad's already absolutely beaten the head out of him. <laughs> interesting. Very Nad's, in, interesting. Nad's in the UFC, but unfortunately, has some issues in the sense that he can't fly to the states. Um, so the fact they've got UFC cards happening in the UK more often, we're always constantly pushing for Nad to fight. So it's. Uh, yeah, it's a bit frustrating, but it is what it is. But yeah, if you ever get the chance, guys, and tell anyone, keep pushing for Nad Naramani to fight Paddy Bennett and get the. Yeah, uh, can you vengeance. say his name again, please, Professor? Nad, Nad Naramani. Look out for that one, guys. That was very interesting. I had no idea that that Paddy had a had a UK or Bristolian Achilles heel. Yeah, and he's an absolute beast. I'll tell you that now. Absolute nightmare in jiu-jitsu. <laughs> Uh, and um, yeah. what Professor mentioned, so we we got sort of, um, got um, sort of voiced out. Uh, Mr. Craig of Scotsman, great support of him. Yes. So uh, I think Volkov. Oh, I think it is great. Off the back, he's the most de- oh, he's deadly, and I hope him. I wish you know, wish him all the best. But um, I think Tom Aspel's going to have a little test on his back, and if he can get through that. I'd be interested if you can get. Yeah, through. yeah, because Curtis, Curtis, Curtis is a collegiate wrestler as well. He's got collegiate he's a credentials. Very, very good wrestler. So I like to see how Tom get through that because I'm a big Tom fan. I can't. Yeah. I want. See, I want to see Tom fight um Siragan. That's the <laughs> fight I want. Yeah. We'll, we'll see if if Tom can get through this, especially if it goes to the ground. That's where I'm interested to see because I think Tom Tom has an outstanding ground game, and and I'm curious to see if Curtis can deal with that. Yeah, what's well, so, um? He be he's gonna he'll have a he's gonna have a long night with, with Curtis, no doubt about that. And um, Suragan against uh, my 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 Aborigine brother or Samoan half Samoan half Aborigine. Um, that's gonna be a great fight. But Suragan will, will, will was gonna he's gonna light him up. Mm. Yes, and on, and on that note, gents, um, it's been another great show, another great a, a whole lo- a load of bunch of gems. And um, Farmer, have you enjoyed yourself? Absolutely, I didn't quite get to talk about my brethren Leon Edwards. We need to. Yes, we need you to... did. No, no, we it didn't. No, we didn't. We, we need to start talking about our Caribbean brothers a bit more. Um... We talk about them all the time. No, no, no. We 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 Snapchat. We we snap view them. We get yeah. we get caught in about Khabib, flapping, <laughs> flapping, You know, we, we, we get the limelight. Uh, Leon Edwards is way. Did, did you notice the animosity in the B in the B? Oh, the man. B. I, you know what, <laughs> viewers? I'm gonna say this, and they're gonna get him in trouble. I don't care. I'll probably never meet him. I dream about beating him up. That's so much. <laughs> I do. I do, man. I really do. I really do. I. Oh, what? I had a dream. I have a dream. Yeah, I had a dream. The Khabib. He met me, and he's very polite. And I told him I'm not a great fan. He got he took offense with his with his dad's families. I had my mother with me. I, 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 this is a dream. Yeah, no, no, seriously, it's my, straight up, this note work. I had my mother with me and, and I, I told him what I felt. And one of them insulted my mother. And I got yard man on them. Do you know what I mean? And I give him some, I lit up his face. Do you know what I mean? I lit him up. And I woke up and I went to the toilet. But obviously it didn't happen. But I'm ready for him, mate. I am I he's overrated. He he, 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 suspect at, at best. So how many fights he's pull out over the way? Oh. I'm not. I'm not oh. care anyone telling me. And I'm going to say to the viewers out there: name me eighteen 
The 18 of his fighters, none of you can't even pronounce their names. He's what he's only fought three recognized fighters, so, right? So and we're, and we're putting three, the Hall of Fame. It's a joke, it's a joke. He should not be put, and that's my rant. But Leon Edwards, I wish you all the best. And I like you, Usman, I really do. I think you're a lovely guy, but you're gonna get put to sleep. Well, the most awkward thing about this all, Coach T, is that in is months it? to come, years to come, is when Islam maybe wins the title, goes up and takes Leon Edwards' belt off him. <laughs> oh, wow. Come on, farmer. Remember, sticks and stones don't react. Come no, on. That, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm okay with that. I like Islam, though. I do like him. I do I like Islam, Islam. too. I like Islam has got a bit of pedigree and he's four decent fighters. Yeah, you know Islam's, I mean? Islam's like a fun-loving villain. I get yeah, that. he is. He is, and he's lovely, and I do like him. But I'm going to say to any viewers out there, read the resume, the first 12 fights of the great oh, Khabib, right. uh, uh, and you oh, won't you won't even know who they are, oh, and you've never God. heard them in any other fighting divisions. A joke. All right, all right. It's, you, you proper like. You, I hope you ain't got a hit on my man, yeah, because you, you're taking it. You get really, you really don't like him, don't you? You don't like him, do you? If Khabib said to my brother, "Come fight me," I'll go and fight him. Oh and shit! I got, I got about, yeah, I would. I'll go. I'm not not fearing. Wait, him. wait a minute. Okay, what's, sure. what's your hospital care? Is it NHS or private? In my dreams, I do well. So um, <laughs> I'm sure a lot of his opponents said exactly the oh, same thing. In oh, my mate, dreams, uh, I, I do will, well. He would turn around. Had a good tough 25 seconds with this guy. I put him to sleep. 25 seconds. I put him to sleep, and I woke him up, and I said, "My brother, you know we are. Come on, we are under God's light." And I said, "I apologize." <laughs> but and I drink some water, so ready. I'm ready for round two. Cause I'm not going to lie down. Now let me now lie down. He'll, put, he, he'll, he'll make you like himself lie down. Don't worry. Honestly, in my dreams, I know it's crazy people and there's crazy talk. I beat him and I really believe that. Okay. But that's that's how it starts. That's not exactly how it finishes when Yeah, when but he, he doesn't have he, one thing he hasn't he's got, only got he's only got two legs, Coach T. That's what he forgets to tell us. Well, no, but what he doesn't have over me, and he won't have over me, I have got I am from a I'm from a, the most elite in Britain, yeah, but the world, you, yeah, but, Jamaica's. But, um, I've got super fun, fast twitch muscles. I would light him up, mate. I would light um, him up. You can't yes? bite people in the eyelid or the cheekbone in UFC. You know that, yeah. You can't. Do I that. will. No, but I, I'm from, we've got Jamaican heritage, mate. I, I, I got. I light him up with super twitch. I got super mm. super. I light him up. By the time he raises his finger, I've got five on him. Mm, okay. Anyway, that's but, all. But, well, that, that's it's all tongue in cheek, Khabib. You know it's tongue in cheek. Don't bother to bring the bloody Russians around and hurt me. It's tongue in cheek. <laughs> so, uh, it's all... <laughs> oh my god, you can't chat so big and then to try and run behind the curtain. <laughs> Listeners, I'm sorry. I love it. I literally see the conversation. Go, How come it is interesting? It's put some petrol on the fire, basically, Khabib, and then all of a sudden it kicks off. So there we go. There we go. Pr Professor, have you enjoyed yourself, mate? It was of been a great course. show. Good insights. I hope you've enjoyed yourself, man. Yeah, it's been great. Thanks for having me on, guys. I really do appreciate it. And obviously, listeners, thanks obviously for putting up with us. Obviously, I know we go on our tangents and we talk about lots of different things and we got plenty more stuff to talk about in the future. Some awesome little fights. But again, thanks for having me. Um, and then, yeah, obviously, I hope everyone else who's listened has enjoyed it so far. Excellent, excellent, excellent. And, and to both of you, Farmer, Professor, always a pleasure having your insights on because it provokes me to look at things in a different way to be honest and different insights and different nuggets and gems of information 
of of uh, nuances or facts or things I didn't know, especially about like Paddy and that that Bristolian um, Achilles Hill link and some of the stats that you've mentioned as well, Farmer, especially when you go into your tangent of um, stealthily killing Khabib. It's all good. <laughs> no, I didn't it's say kill. Good. I said I light him up. No, you light I, him I, up. I, I, I'm also a man of the... A, a man for spiritualism as well. I would definitely put him to sleep, but I would wake him up with a cup of tea. I would definitely. That's <laughs> some smelling sauce. That's probably a bit of Tamazoo as well, yeah, on the side, yeah. That's the one. Yes, yes, yes. Ah, uh, gents, it's been great, and um, hopefully, you two will be back on when we speak about some of the massive bouts coming up, especially that Blades and Aspel fight. Uh, we got Ortega Rodriguez. Um, there's, there's a lot of big fights coming up, so hopefully you two are going to be available so we can do what we do and just share our thoughts and share our passion with those people that use the index from my finger and press play and listen to us. And you at home, thank you for locking in, locking on. Absolute pleasure as you've been on this journey. I think this is a slightly more than an hour, but it was worth it. You know it was worth it. And remember, 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 if you need some form of different type of clothing in your wardrobe. Yeah, do you hear what I said? Different type of clothing. If you want to wear something that makes a statement, what about that? You want to wear something that makes a statement. You want to wear something that thought provokes people to do their best, that self-reflect on their potential. It's quite deep, isn't it? It's quite deep. If you want to know what I'm talking about, talking about check out secrettouchclothing.com. Secrettouchclothing.com. Check that out. This is about wearing clothing from sustainable sources, using resources and energy to manufacture this clothing that is sustainable. You know, we don't have to kill the earth to make great fashion. Yeah, to the point where when you finish with your clothing, we've got options for you to send it back. We recycle that, turn that into something brand new and brilliant because Mother Earth designed the shit like that. Simple and beautiful. Check out secrettouchclothing.com. Be strong, be true. I've been your host, Coach T. Peace.